Today's passage from Matthew is in a section of the Bible usually titled something along the lines of the judgment. And what we find in this passage is Jesus explaining to his disciples what is going to happen on the last day. The day of judgment when the Son of Man returns. And Jesus explains that he is going to divide the people, sheep from goats. And we find out in verses 41, 46, what that means. We find out that the sheep receive eternal life, but that the goats are sent to eternal damnation. When we read those two verses, 41, 46, they can give us pause. They can make us doubt ourselves. And we can start looking at the verses around them, trying to make sure that we're not a goat. But we have to be careful with this passage. Because it can easily become a trap and we can miss the point entirely. Because what can happen when we concentrate on trying to make sure that we're not a goat is that we look at the things that Jesus lifts up in this passage as a checklist to make sure that we get our reward, that we can get heaven. And so what happens when that's our mindset is that when we encounter a person who is hungry, we don't see them as a person. We don't see them as a child of God, as a person of sacred worth in need, just like us. We see them as an object to help ensure our reward. It's easy to miss the point of this passage. It's easy to want a checklist here. And yes, we as Christians, we have a call to the hungry and the thirsty, to the naked and the stranger, to the imprisoned and the sick. We can't miss that call found throughout Scripture, Old and New Testaments. But we have a call to them not to earn our forgiveness and eternal life. We have a call to them as people who know Jesus. And the thing is, and we have to remind ourselves of this, we cannot earn our salvation. Being our forgiveness and eternal life, we cannot earn it. Because we don't deserve it. And we know that feeling of not deserving it. We know our brokenness. And maybe it's that feeling of not deserving it that makes us want to earn it, makes us want to make it right, makes us feel like we just do not by any means deserve this. But we don't have to earn it. We can't earn it, but we don't have to. Because God loves us. Because God's love for each and every one of us, broken and flawed people, God's love for each of us is so great 
that we don't have to think about earning it. It's just a gift. That's ours to receive. It's a gift that we are given when we come to know and believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that he is the Messiah, the Christ, that he is the one that generations waited for to to make all things right. We just have to come to believe and know that Jesus is our Lord, our King, our Savior, that he did everything on our behalf, that we don't have to do a thing. We just have to know him. And when we know Jesus, when we know him, we don't have to worry about what the future holds. When we know Jesus, we don't have to worry about whether we're going to go to heaven or hell. When we know Jesus, we don't have to worry about whether or not we're a sheep or a goat. We don't have to doubt ourselves. When we know Jesus, we know the one whom death could not defeat, the one whom sin could not tempt. When we know Jesus, we know one who sets a firm foundation upon which we can stand and live and move and find our being. When we know Jesus, Everything changes, especially us. That's the point of today's passage, but it's really easy to miss it because it's easy to start to doubt ourselves and start to get fixated on what's going to happen in the future. And we miss the point that Jesus made. That when we know Jesus, we are different. The goats in today's passage, they called Jesus Lord because it fit what they wanted, which was the reward, eternal life. But knowing Jesus didn't affect their every day. And that's what Jesus told them. I didn't see how I made a difference in your lives. But the sheep, the sheep almost overlooked what they had done in their lives. The sheep knew Jesus. And Jesus said, I saw it in how you lived. Knowing Jesus changes us. Almost to a point that we can miss it. That we can easily overlook who God makes us into. But when we know Jesus, more than just a logical information knowledge of Jesus, but when we know Jesus, when we are in relationship with him... 
we look at the world differently because we look at a world that belongs to God. When we know Jesus, we look at other people, and even if they do not claim to be Christians, we know that they, like us, were created in the image of God. That they are someone who God loves. When we know Jesus, our goals in life change. It's different. It can be so easy for us to miss. But when we know him, when we are in relationship with him, our lives will look differently and others will be able to see it. But the question is, how does our relationship with Jesus, how does us knowing him actually affect our lives? How how does knowing Jesus affect us when we encounter the hungry and the thirsty, the naked and the stranger, the sick and the imprisoned? How does knowing Jesus affect how we view and respond to our neighbor or coworker who feels alone? How does knowing Jesus affect our response to the kid being bullied in the school hallway? How does knowing Jesus affect a family I met six, six years ago in Huntsville, Alabama? For whom toilet paper is a luxury. And every month, this family of six literally had to debate between buying food and buying toilet paper. Something we can so easily overlook and forget. That that is a common struggle for families throughout our nation today. How does knowing Jesus affect the kid who through Madcap for birthday gift for Christ, one of the gifts he asked for was cereal and milk so that he would know that he would have breakfast for the holidays. How does knowing Jesus affect the 70 families who we adopt, who this food tree is all about? Because without this food, they very well may not have any food during the holidays. How does knowing Jesus affect these people, God's people all around us? What difference does knowing Jesus make in our lives? It's really easy for us to want the checklist and for us to get caught up in thinking if we just do all these things, then we'll get to heaven. But to get to heaven, we just have to know and believe that Jesus is who he says he is. But knowing him will ultimately change our lives. And it will change the lives of those around us. Because knowing Jesus 
it calls something out of us that we can sometimes overlook. That sometimes we, we need to sit back and name how he has changed who we are. In these closing moments of worship, what I want is for us to begin to think about how knowing Jesus does change us. How it changes how we view the world, how it changes how we view people and interact with them, how it changes our goals, and how it, it changes how we respond to the people around us. But let us remember to put away the checklist when it comes to faith. And if we just keep our eyes on Jesus, everything will take care of itself. But in a few moments, after the offering baskets are passed, the worship team is going to lead us in a final song. And during this time, the front will be open if anyone feels led to come forward and pray. If you feel led to join this faith family, you can just come and find me at the front. But also during this closing song, I invite you during this time or after worship to come and get some of these stars and to bring back the food next week so that these families don't have to worry about where their meal is going to come from on Christmas. But in these closing moments, let us focus on the Jesus that we are able to know, that we are able to worship. Let us pray. Lord,